you are producing something for the society you are giving away to the society so that's number one point so it it's a really good feeling so when you sleep and so what i used to do is i always publish my videos at night 1 am or 2 am because after that you get a very beautiful sleep because you have produced something and you have given to the society so that's a very beautiful thing to uh, sleep with and yeah you are creating something this is going to stay even after you are die even after you die there is something that you have produced for the people to watch are you an artist building castles in the air and wondering how to bring them to the ground are you a techie navigating to the vast expanse of ai ml and blockchain are you simply a young individual looking to inspire yourself and expand your knowledge you're at the right place welcome to ieee pune's first ever podcast beyond conversations where we engage in in-depth discussions with researchers professionals and learners from a plethora of diverse fields on our first episode our guest is akshit madan an extremely passionate web and app developer an amazing content creator and a unique entrepreneur let's head straight to the conversation welcome akshit hi aditi how are you i'm great how about you yeah i'm also doing good how are your studies and all well i'm in my first year and it's all a bit rushed at the moment so uh i think i'm trying to manage it okay how about you yeah we are also just struggling <laughs> okay so i think we'll get on with our initial questions uh i believe that there are a lot of engineering students who are watching our podcast so the first question would be how do you navigate how do you choose the right domain for you when you're starting out how did you personally go through this phase where you're still looking at different domains and wondering which is the right one for you to pick so the time when i picked my uh, this domain tech domain was when i was in my first year and me and my friend were having a startup idea like we were just startup peaks and we just wanted to create something so i consider myself as a producer i always try to produce something for the consumers to consume so in my first year itself i was having a idea and that was a software idea so and it was basically an app idea right so i was trying to create a platform where people can create memes and they can also share memes at right now there are so many platforms that they are doing but at that time there was only one memes there that that's an app called memes and that was only the platform that was doing this at that time so me and my friend were having this idea like let's create a app and for that as you know that in when we enter into college we see so many fields we see we see so many seniors teachers and they say that you have to do this you have to do that but we were clear that we have to get into app development right so i started my friend started learning app development using java and kotlin but sooner and later we uh, we realized that even if we create an android app again we have to learn swift for building the ios application right so after working with java for 6 months we shifted to flutter and we yes we ever we were having another choice called react native that's also a cross platform framework for creating applications for ios android windows mac linux but we saw that flutter is still growing so that's the point when i realized that i can not only create an app but i can also create content for the flutter because flutter content is not that much so this is how i started my 
I chose my tech domain and I also started my content creation journey with Flutter. We'll speak a little bit about Flutter as a growing platform. How do you think it's more beneficial to use Flutter as opposed to the traditional ways of building websites or apps, uh, which is basically through HTML, JavaScript, CSS, and integrating it all together? How is it different? So when we talk about cross-platform frameworks like Flutter or which is by Google and React Native, which is by Facebook. So the, the biggest advantage that we get is uh, you, yeah, as the name suggests, cross-platform. That means you are with the same right. code base, you are building a software for Android, for iOS, Linux, Windows, Mac, desktop, and even for the iOS watches, right? Smart watches. So this is the biggest uh, advantage that you get when you work with Flutter or React Native. And if I have to compare another feature that you get hot reload. When you work with Java and Kotlin, you don't get a hot reload feature. You have to run the app again, right? But when you work with right. and React Native, you get a hot reload. You just have to hit control plus S that is control save and your changes will be visible in your emulator. So these are the key advantages or significance of these platforms. Okay, so for a new learner, I think the most overwhelming thing is the amount of time that it will take to learn a new language, as well as how many concepts do you need to know to actually be able to make something that's of any worth using that particular platform. Can right. you answer some of these questions for us? Yes, yes, yes. So I would like to answer this. So uh, recently, like you know about White Hat Junior, that's a company which started pushing uh, junior kids to learn coding and all. But according to me, you cannot push a kid when he's in sixth class or seventh class to learn coding or to make an app. So that's a famous advertisement when Chintu was making an application, right? So that's not the right yeah. for learning application, application development. You have to know the basics of software development. Also, you have to be good with OP concepts. You have to go with data structures, algorithms, databases, and what is SQL, what is non, what is not SQL databases and all that you have to be perfect with them. Then and then only you can start creating an application that will be industrial helpful or that will be useful for the industry, that will be useful for the society or it is going to make an impact, right? So these are some of the concepts and yes, you learn these concepts in your second year. Second year is full of basics of software development. There is a subject called software development, right? Where, where you learn about how to manage your software as a project or how to begin uh, managing your software, how to begin creating your software and you learn about data structures, OPs, databases and yeah so these are some of the concepts that you should be proficient with before starting making an app or a website or a, or a software okay so since you have made a lot of significant projects as we've gone through your linkedin resume and your youtube what was the one most exciting project that you've made so one exciting project on which i have also created a video and that is my highest viewed video that is 43000 views it has got it was a emotion detection project. So I used TensorFlow and Keras, which are the Python libraries and TensorFlow is by Google. And using these libraries, you can import models, you can generate models. And yes, I created an emotion detection, uh, uh, this machine learning model. And I created a video and it got super hit. Yeah, so this is a Great. Uh, close to my heart project. What is your process of making an app? Not uh, in a technical way, mm -hmm. but generally, what is the framework? What uh, are the steps that you follow while making a particular app? Right. So when you are thinking of making an app, that means you're having an idea. So first of right. all, you need to validate that idea. So you have gone through the ideation round where you thought about an idea, 
you thought about to solve a problem that is there in the environment right then you need to validate it whether it is already solved what are the disadvantages if you like if you talk about blockchain what are the disadvantages of blockchain environment right uh, it's not good for environment if you talk about the proof of work concept it's not good about good for the environment so that's why right. uh, whenever you are creating a software you have to see what are the disadvantages whether it will harm the health of the human or who like pokemon go it is not good for the uh, kids right so you have to go through the validation round so first of all ideation then validation then you can go through wireframing so you have to take a notebook and pen and just start creating the screens on uh, the page itself and start connecting it so you can also use a software called miro board or figma and there also you can connect your screens and yeah this stage is called wireframing so these are all the non technical uh, stages right i'm not getting into coding part so after the wireframing you can hire a ui ux designer if you are not and you can uh, uh, give him or her the task to completely design or completely think so these designers are the most creative people as i know because uh, coder just codes the app but designer thinks it in, in his or her mind and then creates the designs on the figma right so then you can go through the designing phase so ideation validation wireframing then designing and then your development <laughs> development will come right so you can hire the coders or you if you are a coder then you can start coding it then after that debugging so uh, before debugging you have to also share your application with some people that is called beta testing and there you can get the feedback and then you can work on the feedback this is this is called debugging solve all the bugs and then you can go into production then again the cycle will go so this is called devops this is called developer operations right this is a complete cycle of operations so yeah these are the steps of making an app or a software okay so you yourself are a designer too how does designing help you in your overall process uh, it is uh, an inherently creative uh, process so how does designing help you how did you learn it yeah so i started learning designing uh, first of all i started learning uh, this uh, inkscape this is a software for 2d uh, drawings right so then i entered into uh, blender i learned photoshop i learned illustrator so there are some of the softwares that i learned and the most important thing which i have got from learning these softwares is perceiving the environment you can just look around yourself you can see the figures you can see the geometries and then you can apply those uh, figures concept or the design concepts into your application because now we are into a phase because when you will go into uh, when you will see the websites of google or amazon when they were just released in 1990s and compare it with them uh, the websites which are released right now of these companies lot of difference so design has drastically improved nowadays right and nobody is going to go on website which are not uh, beautifully designed so design is a very important uh, entity right now in software development right so i started learning de- uh, designing in my first year itself i did not know anything about design till class 12 and i also learned logo designing and yeah these are some of the things that i have learned and they have helped me a lot because you don't have to depend on a external designer uh because currently me and my friend can com- can completely create an app from the scratch till the publishing because we know designing we know wireframing we how know how to publish the app yeah so this makes you an independent uh software engineer great yeah now we'll f- uh, go forward to speaking about your entrepreneurial venture which is gromongs right. so when did you start gromongs how do you manage gromongs along with all your different interests yeah so gromongs we started in feb 2022 that's 3 months back so basically what was the issue was we were getting so many projects 
to my YouTube and Instagram that people know that he is a good mobile app developer and they were trying me. So I thought that if we are getting so many projects, uh, why not to start a venture? Why not to start a freelancing agency which will handle these clients professionally? Because currently I was only uh, recently I was only handling the clients individually, and me and my friend were only helping uh, those clients unprofessionally, right? We were just the individual freelancers. But we wanted to do it professionally, so that's why we started a company that's Groomonks. So Monk is a person who is very soul-minded and he's a very calm-minded person. So we thought that uh, we 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 never wanted to become a private limited company or a company with ten thousand workers uh, working as software engineers like Wipro or Infosys. We only wanted to have some freelancers, group of freelancers who will be like eight to ten in number, and we will be very calm-minded. We will not uh, like. Uh, paying each and every one at night, three a.m. or four a.m. We will be very <laughs> calmly manage all this stuff. So that's why we name the company as Groomworks. This is the. It's a really quintessential and interesting name for a startup. Um, okay, so going on to you as a content creator, as you said, the idea stemmed from your foray into the technical world. Uh, why did you find the necessity to create content to upload it on different platforms right so uh, i'll go through the complete timeline of my content creation so the uh, the platform which you are seeing right now my youtube and instagram they are not the first thing that i did in content creation i started my youtube when i was in class 11 so i always wanted to uh, i was always felt connected with this uh, yeah. so when i was in class 11 uh, as you know that we always uh, we were we all were uh, like practicing for je advanced and je mains but i never uh, uh, like i never connected with those stuff physics chemistry and maths i never connected so what i was doing is i always was interested in this content creation so whatever teacher used to teach me especially chemistry in class i used to come home and i used to shoot videos but i sooner i realized that uh, this is not going to work because there are so many teachers uh, who are like teaching professionally uh this physics chemistry and maths so i used to shut it down in 3 to 4 months and there i just got like 150 subscribers who are by classmates only and there i uh, then i decided to shut it down and focus on my studies so this was the first content creation thing that i started uh in public and then when i was in uh, first year i started a instagram page called benzene productions so there i was uh, like putting the stuff for logo designing i was designing the logos i was designing the vector images of people so this is the second thing and again i started in uh, like end of first year i started a channel again benzene productions where i was teaching where i was solving the uh, questions of hacker rank and uh, this uh, lead code and all that but again i realized that so many people are doing it let's do something which is unique so that time i realized that flutter is a thing which is not having so many content uh, or so many channels which are not Uh, teaching flutter so that time i started flutter teaching and i also put some projects of python machine learning data science because i used to connect with that stuff and yeah this is how i started the thing that you can see right now so this i okay, started that end of second year yeah so that is a really intriguing journey yeah. so to speak um now that we are focusing on your content creation and how you went about it how do you actually um publicize your content or do you like just gather the viewers who come there for the information so currently like the platform which i used for uh, publi- publicizing my content is google ads i use facebook ads i use instagram ads 
and i just post on uh, because linkedin marketing is really costly so that's why i don't use it and i just post my posters in the groups that are like let's say flutter groups so i just use to uh, post my uh, thumbnails there and there i get the public and i also i also uh, uh, publish the posters on facebook groups so there lot of people are there who want to learn but you but they don't know about your channel so you have to use google ads you have to use this advertisement platform because they are going to increase your sales increase your reach right so you have to use there is no uh, harm in using this advertisement because they are ultimately they are going to increase your reach and they are going to uh, get you some likes and comments and ultimately it is going to power up your youtube algorithm and it is going to boost your stuff yeah of course how does content creation help you to grow personally and professionally i mean of course uh, since you have a lot of things on your mind a lot of things mm-hmm. on your plate i'm sure you always put your time on things that are important so how is content creation important so if i talk about the gains which i have got from content creation so number one you are producing something for the society you are giving away to the society so that's number one point so it it's a really good feeling so when you sleep and so what i used to do is i always publish my videos at night 1 am or 2 am because after that you get a very beautiful sleep because you have produced something and you have given to mm-hmm. society so that's a very beautiful thing to uh, sleep with and yeah so this is the first thing give away to the society then number two is you are building a community so as i have told you that i was i did not start my gromong freelancing agency that okay let's one day uh, let's start a freelancing agency and we're going to grab clients i was automatically getting the clients that's why i started a uh, freelancing agency so you are building a community you are proving the world that okay you are good at mobile app development already clients are going to come to you and then you are going to get the gains right so there you don't have to spend a single penny to get the clients you are already getting the clients right so Thanks. you are building a community number third you get a lot of opportunities job opportunities paid projects sponsorships and collaborations so i got my first internship in second year using my youtube only because the uh, he was a like us based uh, person startup owner and he found me through youtube and through linkedin also and he contacted me and giving uh, and gave me an internship and in that same industry in the same company i'm working right now also that's about 10 months right now right so this is the second thing then you get sponsorship you get collaboration you get a chance to meet others right now you are uh, con- you contacted me to get a podcast why because i was working at youtube i was working uh, i was publishing the content right so i got a chance to contact with you and talk to you exactly right? third thing you get to talk to people then it becomes easier to start a startup as i already told gromong freelancing agency because you already have a community you already have some customers who are ready to test test your product and it becomes really easy to start a startup so talking about the personal things yes my communication skills have grown i have got uh, my uh, my network has grown in linkedin in youtube yeah so these are some of the beautiful things and yeah you are creating something which is going to stay even after you die even after you die there is something that you have produced for the people to watch right so this is a some of the good things that uh, have impacted my personal life also okay that's really really fascinating um now we'll speak about the process of creating content a lot of people out there okay. think that it's just an easy thing you just switch on a camera you switch on a mic you already have all your devices in place what do you need to do while creating content it's as easy as cooking pie but um what are the steps that actually go into creating content uh, what are the things that you have to look after while mm-hmm. 
creating a video or say a reel right so first of all you have to research you have to do a lot of research for creating the content because uh, if you are creating a content that is already there in the market nobody is going to watch you uh, even if you create a better quality uh, videos nobody is going to watch you because they have already watched that content they are going to just hit the like if they are your friends but they are not really interacting with your content right so you have to do a lot of research you have to find the topics which are not yet uh, uh, like not yet people have not yet created a content on that topic so you have to do research so number one step is research then the second thing is you have to uh, shoot a demo video so whenever i create a video uh, basically i'm not talking about the videos where i teach coding because there for that you don't need a practice but for the videos where i am just sitting and shooting the my content or whatever whatever i have to say for that i just shoot a demo video and yes you also have to prepare a complete script because without script you are just uh, telling the people whatever you are getting the thoughts at that time when you are shooting but you can write a script uh, in the morning so i write my script in the morning because in the morning your mind is really active and you are getting so many thoughts so that you can jot down on a piece of paper and your script will be ready automatically so after the script you can shoot a demo video after shooting the demo video you can shoot the final video then editing then you have to also proof validate proof validate it and always get a friend who is ready to uh, like who is always supportive so i have a friend who always watches my content first in the private uh, like i always uh, i always publish the video in the private on the youtube he first watches it he gives me the feedback if there is editing uh, problems or bugs then i correct it and i make it public and then you have to wait for the comments and likes so this is the steps okay is it nervous you know waiting for those comments or likes you know wondering what people will think about it does it get you nervous or are you used to it uh so basically i used to get nervous in the first because for the first uh, 50 videos you are not going to get any like or any comment so this is the reality <laughs> you are not going to get anything uh, you are going to get two three views or four views if you are getting 10 views then that means your video was really good so you can consider this for the first 3 4 months right yeah if you are making gaming videos if you are making something else you are going to get uh, like uh, sudden engagement but yes if you are making tutorial videos or the stuff uh, like which is knowledgeable that this is going to take time right so talking about the nervous uh, if i was nervous yes i was nervous in the first year when i used to create content if some bad comment comes then you just lost the just lose the hope yeah these are just a general thing that you are going to face as a content creator but you have to deal with it if you are creating tech content hate comments are going to be very less because you are just sharing the knowledge you are just teaching the people right so exactly. hate comments are going to be really negligible and yeah even i have only got two three hate comments till now in two years yeah so this is just normal and you are going to get a lot of likes because you are sharing very good knowledge and india is becoming a hub of software development right so people even from the us and canada prefer watching the content tech content of indians right so from there also indians, you are going to get exactly. yes so yeah these are some of the things uh, right okay discussed about your tech journey about your content creation about your entrepreneurial venture um now let's speak about the human aspect of being in tech i mean for me it's a really intriguing field because you're always on the border of you know completely transforming from a human to a robot because you work for very long hours in front of a screen 
I mean, I am still in the initial stages of learning coding. I'm also trying to learn Flutter, which is a little intimidating for me, right? Right. So I think we, as people who are working in software, are always on the borderline of staying human and becoming complete machines and getting addicted to our devices, which we all are in some ways. And then we need to, you know, recollect ourselves, refresh ourselves. Right. How does doing all these ventures, all these activities, um, keep you, uh, uh, keep your experiences alive as a human? What do you gain from this as a person? How does it, uh, I mean, stimulate your mind? Right. So, do you ever think about these things? I mean, these are yeah, yeah, exactly. Different questions, I know. These are very uh, good questions that you get in your first year itself when you are just entering this field. But whenever, like when you are in second year, third year, it becomes normal for you, right? So there is a fact uh, in software uh, uh, software fields that if you are not having the passion for coding, if you are not having the passion for computers, then you cannot survive in this industry, right? Because as you told, you have to stay awake uh, till nights and you have to work hard because these are all the algorithms. And if you will compare this with the JE advanced thing, JE things, or uh, when we were preparing to enter into college. The mathematics stuff, it's the same thing. We are just coding the stuff. There we used to just solve the problems on the paper. Here we are just solving it using coding, using a programming language, which is just yeah. a language to make computer understand what you're trying to say, right? So for that thing, it's the same level of uh, uh, hardness. It's the same level. You're just coding the things, right? So if I talk about the gains which I have got as a human uh, through the human is aspect, yes, there are a lot of gains. There are a lot of uh, advantages of entering into software field, there are a lot of disadvantages also, right? So first I will talk about the advantages. So when you are in tech field, when you are a technophile and you are into the software development field, you get a taste of future very early, right? So you are working with machine learning, you are working with blockchain, you are teaching blockchain, you are teaching flutter, right? So you get a chance of experiencing the future before it is actually live, before it is actually commercialized, right? So if you are a content creator, you get to taste the technologies before because the, all these companies, big companies, they are contacting you to make content on those companies. Because I have also, uh, I've also experienced these uh, companies, they have approached me to make content on them, even if their product is not yet live. Okay. Right? So uh, okay. there's a company called Flutterflow and they contacted me to create content, to create tutorials on their platform when they were in beta state, right? So you get a chance of experiencing it. Uh, and yes, this is a very good advantage of being into software development field. And another thing is, yes, your brain is uh, exploring, right? Every time you are just solving the uh, algorithms, you're solving the questions, your, your problem solving skills are actually improving, right? So you get to perceive the environment in a very different way, right? So you are seeing plants, you are seeing uh, all the stuff around you in a very different way because you are actually uh, like coding a software, so coding a software, just like making a human, just like making a machine learn whatever you want to say to it. Right. So this is a very beautiful thing. And if I talk about all the disadvantages of being into techno technology, it's not that much good for health, but yes, you can overcome it by, uh, like increasing of, by increasing your going outs, right. You can just go on a walk in the evening and you will be refreshed. Right. You can, if you are into software development field, that means you are earning a lot, right? You are making money. So you should use, utilize that money, not uh, eating junk foods. You should eat healthy and mm -hmm. you can also go out with your family and friends and just 
keep the weekends totally for your family and friends right so using this you can overcome the disadvantages very well and your health will also stay very good oh that's great yeah. so these are the small little things that you need to do to keep yourself in a balanced state exactly. how do you do that how do you manage all these things your hectic timeline which is of course college academics apart from that your startup your uh, venture as a content creator right. uh, your own learning of uh, different technologies how do you manage all these things and still you know find the time to make this podcast too exactly so it's all about time management it's how so what i have uh, so i'll uh, i'll also tell you some of the softwares that i use for time management and they're really good so i use notion so that's a company where you can manage your all the stuff you can manage your task management you can manage your content writing i i use notion every day like my notion tab on the chrome is always open right you can uh, i manage time there i write my scripts there i manage the clients there like whenever you have to allot some work to your uh, colleagues or the my friends uh, i use the, uh, like notion only for that stuff right so notion is a very good thing and if i talk about time management actually so it's all about how you uh, managing the stuff how early you are managing the things right so whenever if i am uh, sitting today right now here in front of you the next one week plan is ready right so what i am going to achieve in that next one week my learning plan my achievement plan how uh, like who client, which uh, which client will be served first everything is planned before so at least one week plan should be ready and this is the first thing and when you are this thing is ready then i see that i am only the guy who is pushing my friends let's go on a uh, like let's go to mall this weekend right so i am only the one who is doing it because you will think that you are having so much stuff to manage but if you are managing very perfectly then you will only the one who will be pushing your friends to go out right so this is the thing it's all about managing so this is actually exceptional because for me i mean managing were uh, my own you know learning of new technologies again this podcast and my studies gets really hectic so basically i become a kind of uh, you know a rude person mm-hmm. because there's so much on my mind how do you mentally stay in this state of you know being calm of actually being like a monk right so actually i i hear a so hear a lot of podcasts right so podcasts are the real distilled information right so by watching or by hearing the podcast your mind stays really calm because your your screen screen because without increasing your screen time you are getting a lot of information you are actually getting the real information you will not get the information in videos if you are watching uh, if you are uh, if your plan is to get the distilled information you will not get in videos because there your eyes will pain if you are if you are watching long long videos but you can hear one hour two hour podcast really easily so i hear podcast in the morning and even before uh, sleep right at the night so by hearing your podcast you can get experiences of other people very easily right so this is how i manage uh, my mental peace also and there are some of the creators i'll uh, like to uh, like take their names so dhruv rathi is the one for so, uh, using like by watching his content my general knowledge is also improved because if you are in technology it's not like that you have to always stay in tech right your journal knowledge should yeah. also increase your world affairs your uh, everything you should be good at right because becoming an engineer means becoming an all rounder because engineer if you are an engineer that means you can do anything according to me you can really do anything becoming an engineer so yeah this is the stuff by watching dhruv rathi stuff then ishan sharma who is of our age only he is also in third year and yeah his stuff is really great 
then ranveer alavadia his stuff is really awesome his blogs yeah. are really awesome so yeah watching this stuff is not wasting your time watch i watch blogs i watch their podcast i watch uh, gaming stuff also i watch technical guruji also yeah so this is really fun by using this stuff it's your entertainment also it's your knowledge improvement also everything is done right so yeah this is the stuff i watch a lot of things exactly what you mentioned about engineers being all rounders was a very interesting point yeah. inherently because uh, what we aim to solve is real world problems so if we don't get in touch with real world problems how are we going to expect to solve them exactly. right exactly okay moving on to the next question uh, i want to ask about your peer group about your friends mm-hmm. since uh, in college that becomes a really important aspect of your life right exactly. to stay with the right people how do you pick your friends do you pick your friends is that a thing that you do no. consciously uh, yeah so actually i never pick my friends uh, i always uh, like it's a mutual attraction that you get right if you are into tech and other person is also in tech you are always going to attract each other and you are going to uh, meet right so uh, like in my first year i told that i was having a uh like startup idea of making a meme application right so it was really uh like coincidence but another person like his name i will not like to take his name but yeah he's a guy uh whose idea was same and we were just having a lunch together it was just a mutual uh conversation before that i mm-hmm. did not even talk to him it was the first time and he just came up with the idea let's create an application where you can share memes so i was really amazed and i told that let's uh like let's take it to the another level and let's make a platform where you can not only create memes you can share memes and you can also monetize your memes right so that's how we became friends and this is the this is the he was the he was my first friend in uh, college and yeah we were making more friends and my friend group uh, you talked about peer group my peer group is full of it's full it's really diverse right there are non tech people there are tech people there are people who are good singers who are good actors and yeah so it's a really beautiful group and uh, but there is one guy who is my uh, partner also in gromox he's a he's much much into designing so his design perspective is really good and his financial knowledge is also good so my tech knowledge is good and i'm really connected with the tech i stay updated with the tech so every day we are just uh, sharing our knowledge with with each other and we are growing collectively so your friend group is the one which is going to make you uh, really successful because when you enter into college your parents uh, impact really decreases and your friends impact increases right even your teachers impact really decreases because when we are into college especially into engineering college we we really take teachers for granted we don't listen to them but it's not good you can you should listen to them because they are full of experiences but yeah in the real world if i talk about yes our friends are the only ones who impact a lot in college so you should be if you are not picking your friends you should at least monitor that you are into a good group the group which is going to uh, like make you knowledgeable okay that's great advice right. um uh, moving on to experiences again uh, would you pick a specific experience in your whole journey of creating tech applications or content creation which uh, put you in a state of elation of excitement mm-hmm. uh, which inspires you to move forward every day can you speak about that one experience that you've had that has changed you yes so i'll take one one example of both tech and my content yes so uh, i'll first like to take content so 
so when you are making content creation when you are creating the content right you should be really attentive because uh, i'll just share my incident so uh, i used to share my i used to uh, shoot my videos around 8 8 pm or 9 pm and then i edit it and then i post it at 1 am or 2 am right so this is really this is just a thing which i uh, like follow so but this really get me got me into problem one day because i was really uh, tired that day and i was just shooting it i did not realize that uh, my mic was not on so i completely oh. shooted a one hour video and that video was not having any audio so when i sat for editing at 1 am i realized that this is not having any audio and it was complete waste of time around one and a half hour two hours are just gone but uh, i got one lesson that when you are creating content or when you are doing anything you should be 100% present there right you should not allow these small small mistakes because they are not just uh, wasting your time they are also affecting you mentally because you are already tired and your one two hours are also gone then you will not be able to publish the video that day that means your schedule is also gone so yeah these are the some of the things so you should be 100% attentive at the time when you are doing anything right not just content creation talking about the tech stuff so uh, when i am into tech so when i am into software development every day i used to every every day i listen so many ideas because clients come they come with their amazing ideas sometimes their ideas are really out of the world sometimes they are really impossible but they think that it will be possible and we will just do some magic and we will create some application for them right so one day i remember that there one was client and he told to create an application that is going to take you to the mars or take you to take on the stars like this was some of the ideas and i realized that people are full of fantasies i i, I don't think that these will not be possible maybe using ar vr metaverse these ideas are really possible so nothing is impossible it is possible but at this stage of time uh, i did not want to go into that stuff like learning metaverse for a single project i will learn eventually i'll first i'll follow a proper roadmap i'll first learn blockchain because everything then metaverse cryptocurrency is blockchain so i'll go with the flow right so whenever so the gain from this complete incident is that whenever you are a fantasy because in tech you hear a lot of fantasy tech is full of fantasies right so whenever you hear a fantastic idea or fan, uh, idea with a uh, fantasy you should not get overwhelmed with it you should think uh, with your soul mind and you should think uh, with proper attention and you should uh, consider that idea as your next 3 to 4 months plan because if you take the project if you take that idea really seriously then you have to invest 3 to 4 months oh. so my advice is that whenever you are getting a project whenever you are starting a project make sure that project is going to have a real life impact it should be uh, like it should be used by the people if you are if nobody is using that app then don't create that app right so yeah these are the some of the incidents that are really uh, like i don't know what they are but yeah these are some of the strange uh, experiences of mine it's really amazing how you can look positively at wasting a whole one and a half yeah. hour because i know for most people that would be very very frustrating right exactly um moving on to the aspect of saying no to things at times mm-hmm. do you do that uh, i mean it's very uh, i mean it's a common thing to be excited by certain things like you said the tech world is all about fantasies about growing into things that are only imaginary and then you create a reality based on them Uh, how do you say no to clients who have ideas like these how do you pull yourself away from projects that you don't think are going to benefit you at that point of time right 
So uh, currently, like the phase in me and my friend are as the partners, as the founders of Groomongs, we are just students, right? We have to manage a lot of things. Not only these projects, I have to manage my content creation. Then our placements are going to start. We have to prepare for the placements also. Uh, it uh, it is not a fact. It is a fact that we may not uh, we not we may not join the companies. But yes, we will sit for the placements because uh, we cannot uh, take this for granted because placements are going to come only once. Because some people who are into just starting a startup, they think that okay, we have started a startup, we will not sit for placements or we will not uh, like attend the colleges. But this is not the right thing. If you have entered into course because engineering is a four year course and it's a beautiful life it's a beautiful culture right it's a beautiful it's one of the most beautiful things in the world the engineering right because apart from studies you are going to learn everything here right so yes so if you are if you have entered into engineering that then you should take it seriously and at the end of third year a placement starts so you have to take care of that also because you are if you are not uh, getting good placement then not only your name but your college name is also going to drop so that i never want so yeah this is the thing and if whenever i say no to clients it's for the it's for my advantage it's for my friend advantage because uh, some of the clients really come up with strange ideas so that time we say no and some of the ideas which i think that we are not going to learn anything right so i always take those projects in which i am going to learn the maximum it's not about the money it's money is one thing that we are going to get from that client but it's always about the knowledge that we are going to get because we are still learners right at the at the age of 2021 you are just learning the stuff so whenever the clients come up come up with uh, ideas that are really into uh, good tech or new tech like like blockchain always we always take those projects like the ideas with ar vr metaverse we always take those projects but if clients are coming with the ideas which are already been uh, done or the code is really available on the internet then we are not a private limited company which are going to scam the uh clients we have to just pick the code from some template marketplaces and we are going to make some design changes and we are going to stick to the client right we never do that we are a freelancing agency and with a freelancing agency we are a group of freelancers and we are a group of students right who are going to who are making who are learning stuff with real real life projects right so we always take the projects with real life impact this is the first thing so add a we say no to clients with strange ideas or with useless ideas yes we always we also say no to sponsorships because sometimes some companies come by seeing your subscribers and by seeing your views that yeah. they will come with a strange product that they have created and they will tell that they will they will offer you good amount of money right they will offer because mm-hmm. but you have to see you should not be overwhelmed overwhelmed with the money that you are going to get you should actually get into their product you should see is their product really worthful because you are going to advertise it you are going to take that product in front of your public so it's not uh, your own fame but it's always it you should also think about your subscribers who have trusted who have a trust on you and who have subscribed right so these are some of the incidents or these are some of the places where we say no to people okay last but not the least since you're such a well balanced student yeah and an individual uh, what is your advice to students who are navigating through these four years I mean, it's quite easy to think at times that what is the point of these useless classes where they're just gonna make you sit and write assignments, and for the sake of marks, you're doing stuff. But how do you keep yourself balanced? What are the things that you should most focus on during these four years? Right. So uh, I'll take you the first year. Right. So you have passed class twelfth, and now you are entering into college. So till class twelfth, we are just 
uh, sticking to the books, right? We're just sticking to the course yeah. curriculum. But when a student enters into college, he's just amazed because he's seeing so many technologies. I'll talk about an engineering college, especially the tech engineering colleges uh, like computer branch, electronics branch, IT branch, right? So he or she is seeing machine learning stuff, machine learning people sitting around them, seniors sitting around them coding. They are just uh, with their laptops 24 hours and they are just, uh, they are worried also because they think that whether they will be able to uh, crack that crack that uh, scenario or will they be in the same scenario after one or two years, they are worried and they are fearful. So when a person enters into college for the first year, he should be just exploring the things. He should be just creating the networks, right? He should be just getting into non-tech stuff. I'm not telling that from the first year, you should be uh, like learning machine learning, AI, ML. You should, for the first year, you should just explore, right? You should, uh, you should also uh, like watch the videos of AI, ML, game development, AR, VR, app development, web development, data structures, and you should see whether you are a competitive coding person, you are a development coding person, right? So in computer branch, you have only two things, development coding, competitive coding, right? Competitive coding, yeah. So if you are a competitive coding, that means you're going to crack a Google, Amazon like company. And if you're a development company, that means you are going to become a freelancer or you are going to uh, like get an off campus, good placement, right? So this is the thing for the, fl- for, for the first year, you just have to explore. So when you're in the second year, you have to pick one thing and you have to start exploring only that thing, right? Whether you can pick data structures, algorithm things, DSA things, and you can start solving the problems of lead code, hacker rank, code chef, and there are some other platforms also. And if you are a development guy, then you should start one thing like app dev, web dev, and you can get into that and you can start learning the stuff related to that. And yeah, so after second year, you should, if you are following this plan, I don't think that you will be the one who is searching internships, right? Automatically you can just apply and you are going to get, because you have followed one thing. You are good at exploring the things. You have done a lot of exploring in the first year. In the second year, you have uh, you have got an expertise of one domain and now you are ready with that tech. And the third year, you can just get the industrial experience. Third year is should be, third year should be for getting the experience, the real life industrial experience. You should do as many internships as you can do in third year, right? Or you can just stick to one company and you can start uh, like improve your knowledge there, right? As I did. I just got one internship and I started with Flutter as a software development intern. Then I learned Swift also. I learned web dev also. I got to learn about NLP models also. Yeah. So this is the thing. So you can choose anything, but third year should be for industrial experience. Then comes your fourth year. So I think at the starting of fourth year, most of the students get their placements. So I consider fourth year as the enjoyment period because you have got your placement in a general case, right? You have got your placement. You have learned good amount of tech stuff and yes, so fourth year, you can just enjoy, not just enjoy, you can just learn some actual stuff, right? You can learn about how to keep your, how to keep your body healthy, how to, uh, like, uh, yeah, how to get into relationships. You can get all this stuff <laughs> in fourth year because you have worked really hard and smartly in these three years as a proper, three plan, years. A proper plan and now you can do all the stuff that you really wanted to do in life in the fourth year. You can write a book, you can write blogs, you can write uh, content creation stuff, stuff. Yeah, I started in first year because I could not wait. But yeah, if you want to like uh, follow a plan, you can follow this plan. 
Okay. Thank you so much for your valuable knowledge and insight about your experiences and your overall journey. It was a great experience talking to you and it was an honor to have you on our show. Yeah, it was Signing good off. to talk to you too. And yeah, this was a great session. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. So guys, that's it for today's video. If you like this video, please click on the like, share and subscribe buttons below. Please share your reviews and suggestions in the comments section. Also click on the bell icon to receive our most recent updates. See you again soon.